Welcome to a new episode of These Go to Eleven. Let's turn it up. Hey everybody, welcome back to These Go to Eleven, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. This not only helps us to get our content out there, but also helps us to find out what you, our faithful listeners, think. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sparta. <laughs> Dude, I was not ready. I love it. I wish I had a cool line. <laughs> this is not Sparta. This is These Go to Eleven. My name is Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Greg Dutcher. Greg, what is going on, man? Dude, do I get to be one of the 300? Yes. Because I may have gotten the reference. Ooh, good. A second late. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. That's right. 300. This is our 300th episode that we are releasing, and we are so excited to have you all with us and participating in this with us. Uh, Greg, we are going to be taking a trip down memory lane. I can't wait. Behind the scenes. It's a dangerous place. (laughs) It's a dangerous place, dude. The behind the scenes. Dude, we are either going to engage the audience so much... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or nobody will ever listen to us again. So yes. high risk, high reward. That's right. We're hoping for the reward. Dude, I'll give you a technical thing. I blowing up in my ears right now, which is cool, but when it's something is loud for me, oh, that's much better. There you go. It's there. Um you know it's loud. That's right. I'm, I'm deaf. <laughs> dude, and that's why I talk so loudly. Um yeah, this is gonna be fun, dude. We we had lunch before this. Yes. So. Yeah, we kept catching up on life and everything. But uh, I actually, I'm thinking about things I didn't even plan on saying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, buckle up. Yeah. See where this goes. Man, 300 episodes later, all the things that we have talked about, the guests that we have had on, uh, we mentioned some of those when we did our requill. Yeah. Um, But there's a lot of stuff that we uh, don't mention uh, if if we were a little bit, may, maybe we'll we'll do this, Greg. When we get to our five hundredth episode, yes, there so we go. Another two hundred, we will go ahead and we will be smart enough and tech savvy enough. Oh yeah, to drop in some clips from yeah. our previous episodes, to drop in some of those things that we cut out from our yes, previous episodes. Yes. Um, but today we're just going to talk about some of those things. Oh yeah, dude, dude. I mean, um. We have some things that uh, we wish we'd recorded yeah. because how, how many times, dude, did we have this kind of spontaneous mm-hmm. post-recording discussion yeah. with each other or with a guest? Yep. And we thought, why didn't we do this? Why didn't we keep it rolling? Why, yes. why did we shut off the recording? Yeah. And, you know, when you're going another hour, two hours beyond the recording because the conversation's so engaging... But I've heard a lot of people that do podcasting that talk about that. Like, yeah. in a sense, dude, every podcaster, no, no matter how much planning, um, I think this is true for, for everything. I mean, I'd say at church services as well. There's a certain extent you plan as you should. Yeah. Prepare yeah. as you should. You're also trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Yes. You know, and there are times when, and I always, you know, my analogy on that, dude, how many times do you have this amazing spontaneous day with friends? Yes. It kind of came about by happenstance, and then you are you just everybody says this is the best day, 
and then you try to recreate it a year later. Yeah. And it might be nice, but it's not it's the not same. It's not the same. Yeah. The, the, you caught the lightning that yeah. day, you know? And um it's isn't it the expectation, right? It's like it's like a movie. Yeah. You go and see a movie that you had no expectations for Great and analogy. all of a sudden that movie becomes one of the best things that you've ever seen. And yes. really there's no justification except for the fact that you had no expectation for it. Dude, um you know, I always talk about Shawshank. Yeah. And I won't say much because we're going to do a movie thing soon enough. Yeah. We probably won't talk about that when we've done that in the past. Uh, I, th- I want to say November of 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of it, it's a sweet time. Lisa and I have been married uh, for, what, three months, four months at that point. We got married in August. And I just remember one night we went over to the, the Towson Theater. Yep. Uh, kind of on a whim. Mm-hmm. It was like a Friday night and there weren't that many people there. The movie, you remember, was not... Um, as big when it came out right. as it became. Right. But, dude, I knew it was a Stephen King short story, mm-hmm. and one of the ones I had not read, I normally like to read it first, but I thought, oh, okay. You know, I, I, Tim Robbins, yeah, I've seen the guy in some things. Morgan Freeman's always good. But I really went with almost no expectations. Yeah. And I, I, I still think I would have loved it if they were high. Yep. But there's something special when yeah. something ambushes you. Yes. You know, and... Uh, it's not one of C.S. Lewis's autobiographical surprised by grace. Yes. Yeah. There is that, there's a, there's this moment and I feel it, dude, sometimes when we're podcasting, yeah. it's subjective <laughs> where I feel like, man, we are in this great moment. Yeah. The guest or you or some is, no, it's not me. It's really me. <laughs> is making a really compelling point or asking a really probing question. And you know, it's the old emoji, the mind blown emoji. Yeah. Where you're like, Wow. And that's the lightning that you yes. Um And, dude, sometimes you don't do it. You have a fair discussion. You feel like your points are good. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, and what, there's no podcast or interview or anything in the world that has an experience. Yes. Well, and you, you, so you talk about the, you know, the moments that we wish we had recorded. And I'm in my mind thinking about the moments that we <laughs> recorded yes. that, uh, there may have been an issue or two with the battery and the recording oh that goodness. never came to light. And yes. that may have happened on multiple occasions. W- wasn't there one dude <laughs> where uh, dear friend Dave Shive, uh, yeah. who was with us in the early going of the podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like he was on one where we had a bunch of other guests, maybe mm-hmm. Matt and Steve Hartland were all crammed in there and, yeah. Um, we were talking and it was great. And then you were like, guys, um, yeah. Like, oh, no, don't say it, dude. Don't say it. This yeah. thing did not take. Yes. Um, oh. And man. that was that was in the very early days of yep. us doing that. You are yep. you are correct. Um, so there was that. I can remember the one with uh Zach Bartles and Nathan Bartleball, where yep. we were uh doing Stranger Things, I believe it was season two or three. Yeah. Three, it might have been season three. Yeah, I think it was season three. We were doing a review on that, and that has never come to light. So, if you are wondering why uh, we don't have a review of Stranger Things season three, it is because we uh, we recorded. Well, we thought we recorded, and uh, that did not happen. Dude, it I got lost. I, I have an answer for that one. Yeah, it's because you had Zach Bartles on, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> So I'm just saying, uh, Zach, you know, sometimes uh, to go back to last month's theme, the Holy Spirit steps in uh, and says, I got to silence this now. So, no, I'm setting up Zach friendly because I know, dude, 
we're going to have a future episode. Yeah. Where Zach and I spar a little bit. Yeah. Which is great because yes. I, I respect Zach. I think Zach is a, is a wonderful uh, man, wonderful brother. Uh, I I can tell though sometimes oh, we do not line up on a couple of things. So yeah. why not why not talk about it? Yeah. So we'll get to that. And that I mean that's uh, that's a comment that I have heard really with all of the guests that we have had on. It's like you guys seem to agree and line up so much on so many different things. <laughs> People say that about um, you and me all yeah. the time, and it's it's you know it's true. We we yeah. rarely disagree or. If we disagree, it, it tends to be more a question of emphasis or yes. accent than than kind. Than con- yeah. You know, so I, yeah. But, hey, we're not going to force a disagreement. No. You know, I'm not uh, uh, Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp here. That's a sports <laughs> reference then. Um, Thanks for clarifying. Yes, where they are, uh, you know, manufacturing controversies. Right. I, half of that stuff is bogus. Mm-hmm. I bet neither of them even cares about what they're arguing. But, you know, hey. You, you, right. you, you controversy go, sells. Yeah, yeah, it does sell. You go pro, you go con. I mean, I can tell, dude, looking back at our signs, uh, and I'm not saying this with any criticism of our mm-hmm. beloved audience, um, the more controversial ones, yeah, the, can I say this on a, uh, oh, it's an unchurchy podcast, mm-hmm. the sexier ones. Yeah. Uh, of course, I, I can see there's more listening. Yeah. Uh, the one I think uh, that we did on the Holy Spirit, the one don't blame the Holy Spirit yes. as of date, which is the most critical, yes, for lack of a better word, um, got more more than the listens. Other, yeah, yeah, and that that's just I get it. Yeah, people have so much time. Uh, yeah, this week I'm not going to do it. I'm busy. I've got a hundred things going on. Oh, this one intrigues me. So yes. yeah, I mean we do that all the time. Yeah. So. And and again, like you said, that's just that's the nature of time. I mean, how many podcasts, books oh, yeah. on tape at any given time are people listening to? Well, Matt Smith listens about thirty five. I know um, a day. I think Matt would be the uh, the guy because it's unbelievable. I know the amount he, of yeah. podcast he will consume. I nowhere near as much. Dude, I've got too much TV and movies to watch. <laughs> I mean, I've got too much scripture to memorize. Which we will be talking about that <laughs> yes. uh, coming up, but. No, that was great. Uh, so, Greg, let's go ahead and talk about um, our our favorite recorded moments. Kind of yeah. think back the the ones that we were like, man, this this was a great moment. Like you said, it's it's that lightning strikes moment. Yeah. Um, let you go ahead and uh, think through that one and, and yeah. talk about that uh, first. Uh, absolutely, dude. Um, people are gonna mock me on this one because it looks like a way to schmooze up to my lovely wife i really liked the one we did with elise fitzpatrick yeah you me elise fitzpatrick calling in from i think she lives in california california if, yep. uh, memory serves yep um and lisa i remember it was a beautiful like early october day yep and we were on top of it we recorded a christmas episode yes dude for me it was just a lot of joy yeah. because um just, you know, I, I have such respect for Elise Fitzpatrick. I think she's a really good writer. Yes. A really good thinker. Yep. She has a lot of sharp observations. I think she's a, she knows scripture very well. And, you know, so Lisa was a little bit intimidated in that sense. Like, oh, my goodness, why are you bringing me on with right. Elise Fitzpatrick, this super accomplished author? And I said, well, you know, uh yeah, Nathan and I are, you know, yeah, we're a couple of slobs, and so we're getting in there too, right? And uh, you can get in there. She goes, oh, great, you're calling me a slob. No, I'm not, baby. You're a way too uh, put together to be a slob. But uh, it was just a 
I, I just remember, dude, that was just a moment of personal joy. Yeah. I thought the uh, insights were really compelling um, in that podcast. And I, uh, from, I felt like that's one where I remember sitting back, you were sitting back. We kind of focused on kind of a woman's perspective yeah. on Christmas, yeah. motherhood, family. Yeah. And to hear Lisa and Elise go back, I just love that. Yeah. And for obviously biased reasons. Sure. And that's one of many that that, that stand out. I'll, uh, I'll uh, shoot, it, over shoot to it back over to you. Yeah. Um, actually, I think one uh, that stands out particularly to me, and, and it's kind of for similar reasons, um, was the one we did on Pastors Wise, where we had oh, uh, Matt yeah. Smith's wife, Tracy, and yes. uh, your wife, Lisa, on. And we were just talking from that perspective about uh, what is it like to be the wife of a pastor. Um, and I remember just um, thinking yes. how how great this was, how great this perspective was. I remember how um, how nervous because at that point it would have been both of their first podcasts coming on. It was, um, and I remember just how you know before recording, just how nervous they were, and then they got on and it was just it was so smooth and they were so into it and really um, enjoyed what they were doing with that. And I and I thought that was uh, it was just one of those things where you don't know. Yes, on the offset, how is this going to go? That is a great and, one, dude. Yeah, that is a really really. Great one. I, I remember that was a favorite of <clears throat> Dave Shive, again, to mention. He thought uh, Lisa and Tracy did a really, and they did, they, they did a, a really terrific job on that one. Uh, bounce it back to me. But we're all the ones that these ladies guess. Maybe we're learning something. I know, here. right? Got to have more ladies Maybe on we, the podcast. And seriously, dude, <laughs> we, we do. We, we, let's talk about that. Um, you know, one of the things you and I have talked about, bro, is getting back in this requel early phase yes we just wanted to get in a rhythm we've only we've had some local guests we yep. had justin did a great yep. job kevin marr we've had yep. matt we haven't had uh you know there's a number of authors that we've had in the past and we yeah. can get back and you know that's always fun to talk to but um the, the one i enjoyed too that tracy also joined us with was you know i'm gonna say this oh the, yeah the double steven podcast yes Stephen Altrogi, yep, who was the really founder of Happy Ranch, yep. which is still going. You know, uh, Stephen's been away from that for a long time now. But um, Stephen Altrogi, who is, uh, you know, he's been in ministry. He's done a lot of writing. Just mm -hmm. a very creative guy, and he's written a wonderful book on creativity. Uh, and he joined us to talk about Stephen King. Yes, yes. So, dude, I always love your humble posture. <laughs> Not reading much of the King stuff, but you recognize, hey, I'd be a fool to deny yeah. that there's an influential voice here. A lot of people read and like, that was fun. Yeah. I just remember thinking that is a really fun yes. podcast uh, to do. And the, the topics were so intriguing. And I, I remember the thing Altrogi said that always stood out to me and, and he nailed it. I said, what is it about King? Because he just gets people. Yeah. Does people so well. Yeah. When we do the one on books, yes, uh, here in a couple of weeks, dude, I'm going to comment. You know, one of the books I've read, just finished, is Fairy Tale mm -hmm. by King, and of the fifty plus I've read of King, it's more towards the bottom. Yeah, but it's almost like what I say about Denzel, 
Mm-hmm. Denzel in every movie yes. uh, makes that movie better. Yep. It could be a mid-movie, as uh, my sons would say, is mid. Uh, but he makes it better yes. because of who he is. That's how I feel about King. Yep. Like, yeah, it's not the best plot. It, the story breaks down. Yeah, but, I mean, gosh, it's King. So right. he, makes it, you know, he does a lot better than a, a guy like I would. But there are some, to me, observations about humanity in that book mm-hmm. that should come from Christian theologians. Mm. They're so on the nose. Yeah. And yeah. I won't bore you with that now, but I'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that. You got another one, dude? Yeah. I, I was actually thinking about the, the groupings that we used to do. I think we used to do these about once a year, but the fireside chats that we would oh, do. Oh, yeah. They were uh, fun. You know, it's, it's those deeper topics that um, we could talk with one, or one another about, but it, it was more... Let me let me get your thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember we did one, uh, the eternal destiny of infants. Oh yeah. And I just remember, you know, that we we just decided when we were doing these fireside chat ones, it was going to be you and I, yep. because we didn't want to bring in the controversy and sure. and blow it up, but yep. we did want to ask the questions. Yeah. And so I remember those were just really, really nice ones that we could kind of talk with one another about and just kind of field, okay, so here are the different views out there, but this is this is what I believe and this is why. Yeah. Uh, this is what I think Scripture speaks to. This is what I think logically Scripture talks about with these things. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I felt like those ones were were just gold for us Um, because it it was, they were just, you know, these, these topics that were so prevalent and so deep and so important. How do we handle those with people? Oh yeah. Um, So yeah, those ones. And again, I mean, we could, I think we did, I think we took a month. I think it was usually June. Yeah. Um, We did a month of fireside chat Mm -hmm. topics that we would do. So even though that seems like a winter time, we said, Hey, June's warm. Yeah. So think of a fire. That's right. Uh, and you you could still put on a fire in June, right? Mm-hmm. You can do it any time of the year. I remember those, dude. I I really enjoyed those uh, as well. Let me give you another, yeah, dude. That's just popping into my head now. I it, these are some of the I wasn't even going to share these ones, but um, <clears throat> not saying it for sake of controversy. Sure. I think our most downloaded episode ever is when we had Tully and Shibuya. Yeah. yeah, I think oh. you're right. Um, and let me just say about that one, Tully and whatever people think of Tullian, uh, his insights, mm-hmm. pure gold, mm-hmm. been very influential thinker in my own uh, sort of theological outlook. Yep. Um, I just think is that rare voice that really gets the gospel in its deep yeah abiding it's funny the day we're recording this dude you know i preached on uh, jesus as a friend of sinners yes yeah in mark and you know my mind always kind of goes to some of those insights that yeah. that, that, that telling shares i liked that he said um the people that that matt the people that really stood by me when i was a liability mm-hmm. i had nothing to give them now the context of that podcast, I think what we learned is Tullian's story yeah. and some of the complexity was ongoing. Yes. It's always like that, I understand, in a, in a, in a true kind of 30,000-foot view sense. Our lives are always ongoing. But some of the particulars mm-hmm. that dealt with um, 
allegations mm-hmm. and, and those things. We didn't know at the time, mm-hmm. but they were ongoing. Yeah. So we issued some statements after that. Yeah. But the episode itself, yes. and I believe Hartland joined us for that one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, he did. You're right. Uh, Steve, uh, our friend uh, Steve Hartland, who, uh, you know, uh, from time to time people ask, I mean, Steve's doing so much of his own stuff now, yeah. media now, that, you know, he's, uh, you know, we, we probably could. Right. But at the moment, I think, let's leave the brother alone and let him, uh, let him do things. Yeah. But that one, uh, I remember, was a very much listened to podcast. Obviously, Tully's a name. You know, yep. you're the grandson of, of uh, Billy Graham. Yeah. That's going to carry a little name recognition. Um, but that really wasn't our interest. No. You know, I, I, I have well, mad respect for Billy Graham, but that wasn't the reason. If you remember, he actually reached out to us. We, oh, we right. did a, right. a podcast because we, we were talking, there were there were these names that were kind of falling, which I, I feel like if you look back, there are always names that are falling for one yeah. reason or another. Yeah. So we did a podcast on, does it negate the things that he said? Yes. Does it negate the I books that he that. wrote? Does it negate his sermons that he's preached? And, and we had talked about that, and actually his mother had listened to it. Yeah. Out of all people, his mother listened to it and was like, passed it along to him, and he actually ended up reaching out to us you're exactly right um, wow i've kind of forgotten that because i've stayed connected with tully and yeah. since that time yeah uh just you know we from time to time text i saw him last year mm-hmm. um and uh you know I, i'll just say on a personal level he's yeah. helped me with a number of sure. number of issues of of things that that i struggled with so that podcast which you know perfect world it might have dropped at it it might have taken place in a different time sure uh, but it did, it dropped when it did. So that's a very memorable one. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And I think, too, again, um, timing's everything, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, you think about, I think we've talked about this before. What would the landscape of Christian theology look like, Christian historical preachers look like, if you took Martin Luther and dropped him in 2023? Oh my goodness! The dude. things that he said, the things that he did, what what would that look like? Um, it, it's the ongoing struggle of the church, what to do with some of its greatest luminaries? Yeah. Um, in light of modern yeah. concerns, developments, etc. Dude, like you're saying, like Luther wrote, we've talked about this before. Yeah. A tract called "On the Jews and Their Lies," and it's a despicable tract. Yeah. It's there's there's not a thing that can be commended. You know, he calls for absurd action, yeah. uh, which Hitler himself was aware of and, and, and referenced uh, on an occasion or two. Um, there have been a number of, of uh, things put forward um, to explain. Yeah. There are some Lutheran scholars who, mm-hmm. who know a lot more than I do that believe a case can be made that uh, he was in the early to mid stages of senility was near the end of his life uh i i find that it's always going to be hard to be make a compelling case to recreate a psyche a state of a psyche centuries later in uh you know you you can try and you can guess um people said it was over radical disappointment he had hoped initially when he rediscovered the gospel a lot lot of truth in this i think he, he had some hopeful naivete that well, the medieval church is going to, oh my goodness, you know, how did we miss this? Right. P- 
people are, are saved by faith, not by you know, indulgences, works, etc. It didn't go that way. He right. was excommunicated, and, you know, of course, the, the, the Reformation ensued. Uh, many thought, well, if the Jews had converted, uh, which is what Luther seems to have thought, the, the reason they haven't is because the gospel is so obscure to them. When the gloves are off and the gospel is clear and pure, and it, it didn't happen. There was not a mass conversion of Jewish citizens in Germany to mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, but we here's what I say, dude. You and I, that's a much easier conversation because it was 500 years ago. Right. Distance and time yes. makes a big difference. Uh, we can look back at a man's contributions uh, to Christian thinking and say, wow, uh, you know, been a lot of hubbub about Jonathan Edwards recently, right? He yeah. was a slave owner. Yeah. That's factual. It's right. historically factual. Um, so you've got um, these things. But here's what I would say, dude. That's not just unique to Christendom. I mean, it, it's sure. special within Christendom. Yeah. In literature, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft um, was a game changer. His style of writing uh, his type of kind of goth horror, um, uh, you know, extraterrestrial, interdimensional horrors right. were very, very compelling, and, and there's still a, a large readership. He was also pretty clearly a homophobic racist. Right. I mean, he had a name for his cat, I'm not going to say, but it's a uh, derogative term, a racially de- derogative term. And... Uh, so this comes up at uh, this writing program I'm doing at Wilkes. This comes up. What do you do, right, with authors, thinkers? Uh, so podcasters do. To take it back to us, yeah, we have to make some decisions. Yeah, I, I don't always know. Yeah, I won't. Uh, don't know if we get it right. Ravi, we've talked about Ravi Zacharias. Yeah. yeah. Should Christians, in light of what's come out, burn all of his books, get rid of them? Right. Again, the question is easier with centuries of hindsight. Yes. And can we just uh, say honestly that anything that uh, Nazi Germany practiced doing, we probably shouldn't do? Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I don't I don't care what your views are, but I no, I don't think anywhere at all we should ever go around burning things. Yeah, I'm not a big book um, burner guy either, yeah. dude. Um, it's, if anything, let the record stand yeah. and let people intellectually honestly intellectually deal with the material yeah and make the judgments that need to be made make the points that need to be made the responses that need to be made yeah um yeah i'm not a fan of that although matt smith and i in our younger years as you know dude yeah did uh, matt always says he wasn't there and he wasn't at one book burning Uh uh-huh but he was for it (laughs) and dude i'm throwing away stephen king books Billy Joel albums and all this stuff, but don't. As Matt has said, by the grace of God, I bought them all back. I was gonna say, and, and aren't you annoyed with yourself because you had to spend all that money all over again? Man, King made so much money for me twice, dude. I think I bought The Shining three times. I think, I, yeah, I think the, uh, I think I bought The Shining probably in uh, 1987, 88. I was a young Christian and then I got, you know, convicted because, oh, I shouldn't be reading, burned it. Yep. And then like 1992, after I bought it again, oh, burned it. But dude, when I bought it again in 2012, I've kept it. And I'm hoping that makes it well right. beyond my, my time on this earth. Don't want to buy yeah. another one. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, but I, but again, that's so, it's so timely to just, 
you know, again, I, when when this all happened, we had a discussion with our small group because yeah. we were actually in the middle of reading. I remember this. his devotional book, Ravi's. You mean? Yeah, he I had just he, yeah. Ravi had just put out a devotional book, and we were in the middle of going through. The, well, we were we were actually toward the end. We were about a month away from finishing, mm-hmm. and so we put this call out to the community group, and we said, "Look, in light of everything that's going on, we want to be sensitive to yeah. those." And really, that's what it is. I, I want to be sensitive to those who might have gone through abuse and and not be able to look at his material. And, and, and those things are difficult to separate sometimes, the person from the material and the content that they wrote. I mean, yeah. if we were going to talk about C.S. Lewis, C.S. Lewis was known for being a racist, a yeah. sexist, yep. um, you know. And so can we look at the truth of what's being written apart from the sin in the person's life. And and there are people who can't, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not making nope. a judgment call. Everyone is marked by experiences in their life, and that colors how you view others. And, um, and yes. I think it's fair to say that somebody who might be going through something like this or has gone through something like this would not be able to look at Ravi the same way and therefore not oh, be sure. able to look at what he's written the same way, and I think it, that's fine. Uh, dude, c- uh, completely get that. I mean, dip, but again, another example from a different realm, but it's yes. the exact same thing you said. Michael Jackson. Yes. Lisa, my Lisa, loved Michael Jackson's music. Yeah. When she watched the documentary, the fine, the the the, the Neverland. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. Dude, I watched some of that. I, you know me. I can watch this yeah. about anything. It. It it Just was twists your stomach and it, knots. It, it and did, yeah. and uh, she actually was tougher than I was. I said, "At least I get it. Why you want to finish it?" And it wasn't wasn't like a morbid fascination. It was a it was just sort of a look dead in the eye. This this story, which is so upsetting and disturbing, she really has a hard time yeah. listening to the music now. And you know that's a debate among uh, uh, radio stations. Mm-hmm. How much airplay does it get? I mean, dude, he was the king of pop, right? Yeah. I mean, iconic. I mean, yeah. just albums around the world. Uh, so uh, others deal with it. I think Christians have a very unique perspective because w- when we when we talk about this with podcasting, mm-hmm. at one level, aren't we acknowledging, dude, that every guest, or let's expand it to the church, every sermon, yeah, if we pressed it to the nth degree, we shouldn't listen to anybody. Right. Because everybody's a train wreck, right? Right. I mean, that's our theology. Yeah. Yeah. Our theology is that everybody is is a train wreck. So there, there's one sense where the starting point. I just like to see the disposition to be one of, okay, mm-hmm. um, what we tell young converts. If you maybe there was a pastor, a Christian celebrity that influenced you, uh, and that's great. Yeah. Thank God for the gift of the influence. Also, be careful not to attach yourself right. too much because it's just a man, just a woman. Yeah. Clay feet, they will disappoint you. Yeah. And sometimes it's the disappointment is a is a wholesale scandal. Yeah. Ravi. Yeah. Sometimes it's more of a local story. Yeah. A, a pastor was unfaithful. Um. So in that sense, dude, I'm with you. I, uh, my initial reaction is not to burn right. or chuck, but I love what you said. I do respect yeah. the person whose experience, um, you know, I know the term trigger warning can be overused, mm-hmm. but I think there's an appropriate use yeah. of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and 
We talk about that, dude. That's why I think when you said the fireside chats, what what you're basically saying is through the years we've thought, let's issue a, a version of a trigger warning. Yeah. This is a tense subject. So let's l- let me tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to just make it sexy and controversial yes. uh, because, oh, that would be really intriguing. I just you know, I hate that stuff. Yeah. I think it's yeah. so irresponsible. And even the tone of those is very different. When you were. listen to those fireside chats, the tone of how we did that was very different. There wasn't there wasn't, wasn't as much joking, joking. I right. remember, yeah. Um, Which is we hard. Wanted to, yeah, oh, it is. You know, it is. Yeah, but we you, wanted to be very careful and very sensitive yeah. of the material we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, infants who die, dude, we're not going to be making any no. there, there lighthearted is no, comments. Yeah. It's just you have to talk about it yeah. in a, a measured way, in a thoughtful way, in a way that you recognize many people that may be listening have lost yeah. a child. Yeah. Uh, or that's their great fear yes. of losing. Uh, understandably, wouldn't every parent in the world feels that way? Yes. Um, yeah. So this podcasting thing we've done, dude, it's it, at first, you know, oh, it's easy. We'll sit in a room, <laughs> shoot the breeze. And there's some of that. Yeah. But boy, there's a lot of decisions. Yep. Second guessing, looking back. Uh, should we? Can I talk to you a little bit about editing? Yes. We have done a good share of that. Yes. Even recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, where Nathan and I would normally go back and forth. I recognize, dude, right, that um, um, certain things are not worth it. Yeah. Um, well, let's be real. We have boiled our podcast down to two friends having a conversation. Yes. And you and I will speak more freely about certain things yeah. we will we will give um as friends we give more of our opinion right we, when we talk about the importance of the gospel yeah what is what is the only thing that needs to be addressed is the gospel itself let's make no offense other than the clear preaching of christ crucified that's it yes um when you and i are talking you know whether it's um politics whether it's entertainment whether it's uh church uh governance whether it's Whatever the subject is, we are people. We have thoughts and opinion on these things. And so, but we understand that publicly, we don't want our thoughts and opinions to eclipse or potentially eclipse the clear message of the gospel. Oh, yeah. And so there are times where, as friends, we're having this conversation on the podcast. And we have to stop and remind ourselves that, wait a minute, is what I'm going to say here? Or even not what I'm going to say, but the way I'm going to say it. Sure. Is that going to eclipse the message of the gospel? Yeah. Is that going to turn something off, someone off to Christ crucified? Yeah. And so we we do. We have to monitor ourselves sure. sometimes and think, did I really mean that the way it sounds as it's coming out? Agreed. Which is why, dude, live podcasting, which we've done, and we're going to oh, do yes. more. Yep. It, you really got to be on point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a delay. It's mm-hmm. not quite like a, uh, a TV studio, but live podcasting where it's, ooh, once it's out, it's out. Right. Uh, and that's that. It is, I always like the thought, too. I'll tell you what it makes me, it makes me freer. Yes. Knowing that we can take something out and post. Yes. Um, and sometimes your point, you know, for instance, we've had some folks on before, um, you know, great people. We we love all of our guests and everybody mm-hmm. that's that's come on. Those we know, those that we're honored to have on, that mm-hmm. maybe come through a publisher or something. Um, uh, you know me, dude. I'm not going to be a fan when the politics get in there, right? 
even if even if I may fully agree with the point they're making, I always think of man, what if one individual person mm-hmm. is maybe checking this out as part of their own exploration of Christianity in general? Yeah. Hey, yeah, my brother goes to this church. I know pastors, and they're talking about movies. I'm a movie guy. I actually might listen to that one. Yeah. And if in the context of uh, that movie podcast, a guest, because, dude, I am going to say this. I don't think this will be us. Yeah. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I think you and I have enough shorthand. Yeah. And enough agreement and resonance on this. But we might have a guest, and yeah. we're not going to control what they say, that might take a shot yeah. at a, a, a group of people. And it's often something like, yeah, these libs. Right. Uh, and all this. And I'm thinking, man, oh, like, can we take that out? And we normally right. do. Yeah. We normally do. Because I I just don't want people to, you know, what's the old expression? Throw out the baby right. you know, for the bathwater. Um it's not a pertinent enough point yeah. um, to risk eclipsing, I like your yeah. language, the gospel. So I love, dude, sometimes maybe too much that ah, I'm sitting back. Well, you know, dude, I had the Holy Spirit theme we did. That yes. episode three, you were such a great countercheck to me, Nathan. I'm going to say this again and again because you know how easy it would be for me to sit here and just go off. <laughs> and Lisa would say, and she's right, Matt Smith... Because I'm jaded. Yeah. I'm yeah. frustrated. Yeah. That's not always a great place to be. Sure. It, and I, I don't want the podcasting to be scratching an itch. Yeah. As tempting as that can oh, be. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because you want it to serve a, a broader audience. Right. You can always find people that, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of this. Yes. And X, yeah. Y, and Z and all that. <laughs> well, that's like you said, you know, the, the grumpy old man, get off it, my it, lawn. It is. <laughs> it's exactly right, dude. It's. Grand Torino, Clint yeah. Eastwood. <laughs> Get off my lawn. These kids today. Um, you know, and I, I could do that. I, yeah. I it, There's times, I won't deny it's therapeutic. Yeah. Uh, but I'd rather do that over fajitas with, yes. just, with just you. Yeah. And then you can listen and say, boy, yeah, Greg's heart needs to be in a better place. But that that's our, our friendship, Yeah, that's right? what that's, we do. That's yeah. what we do. But on a podcast, uh, I have listened to some podcasts we had some guests on years ago yeah. who I think, dude, I look back now, as far as I can tell, one of them for sure. This one I'm not going to say the names because I, I just don't want to sure. uh, border on a false accusation. Yeah. I, I, this is what I experienced. Yeah. I think you might have felt it too. I now wonder, were we catching, it was two guests, were we catching these two people that were on a journey out yeah. of the faith? Yeah. Uh, with one of them, I, I'm more than 50% certain I think that's the case. Yeah. The other one, I'm I'm not so much. But when I listened to them initially when they were doing a podcast, it was interesting. But I And I understand it. A lot of it was just venting. Yeah. What is frustrating. That, I don't think that is long-term sustainable. No. You know. No. Because I don't think enough people are going to stay in yeah. in that vent. It's satisfying for a short period of time. Sure, um, But at the end of the day, right, I, I mean, I'm sure we've all experienced friends like this. You know, you've got that one friend who's always complaining. Yeah. <sighs> but Nathan, I forgive you for it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, wait, no, that's you forgiving me. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Go on, yeah. Uh, but, 
you know, when, when you have that, that just, that gets tiring. It's like, dude, isn't there anything in your life that you can be happy about? Yeah. Isn't there anything in your life I that know. you can be thankful I for know. and just say, you know what? Yeah, I, I've got it pretty rough, but let's be real. You live in 2023 yep. in the United States of America. Yes. How about I just, you know, kind of parachute you into, you know, some obscure <sighs> West African tribe. Yeah. And you see how much better your life is than that. Absolutely, you know, like, dude. Or just uh, even recent, let's drop you in the middle of uh, somewhere in uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, in the yeah. last year. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about myself. I mean, you think, talk about your first world problems. Right. Oh, man, my internet. <laughs> yeah. And dude, I have been frustrated with my internet. Sure. I'm paying Verizon decent money. Right. And I never get really strong internet anymore. It took me 10 minutes to get my McDonald's today. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's so true. But you're right. That friend who vents can be very entertaining, but not in it's a long not term. Sustainable. Yeah. You, you really can't. So I think with podcasting, I do think there needs to be some uh, uh, positivity, yeah. uh, the genuine positivity. I think there has to be some proactive planning. Yeah. So that you're building. So we're always trying to think how do we build? And look, part of it is we're learning. Hey, yeah. these themes really seem to resonate with people. So do we return to them? Yeah. Do we, do we, um, I'm sorry, dude, I'm hearing stuff in my ears, but I think that's oh, just me. Yeah. Do we, um, you know, drill down on them, do a, a more specific topic? And sometimes, yes. Uh, sometimes you're like, you know, boy, we thought this was going to be really important. And for whatever reason, it didn't seem to be yeah. as of great interest to people that want to listen. So I, what I like about our podcast is we're learning. Yes. We're constantly learning and assessing um, what might serve people well. And we can kind of tell by responses, yeah. emails, uh, just conversations in church sure. and elsewhere. I, I love that. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we were, you know, talking about some of those, you know, some of those themes with people that we've had on, um, you know, which were the lightning dynamite moments, you know, yeah. I'm thinking now of some that we've had on where it was the, uh, the polar you know, opposite. Yeah. It was just like, wah, wah, wah. um, and dude, I've got several. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's hard. I will not say names. Uh, I don't think that would be wise. No, but yeah, no. But, uh, you know, the one that you and I keep going back to, we were talking about this earlier um, it was actually one that you were unable to make I, it. I remember. You, you had a last-minute thing come up. Yep. And you so and Heartland it did. was me and Heartland. And we went to do the recording with this person. Uh, and we got done with it and looked at one another and just said, <laughs> I cannot air this. No. It was... It, and it wasn't... Let, let me be clear. It's not that the content was bad. No. It's this guest did not give us content. Dude, I know the content <laughs> yeah. because I remember, I think we can say this because we've had enough. Yeah. It came through a publisher yes. contact yep. and a, a good publisher that does some really good materials. Mm -hmm. So I think that, wow, this is intriguing. Actually, I was very excited. Yes. I remember feeling disappointed to miss it. Dude, let me tell you, <laughs> you told me briefly, you said, Dutcher, you reached out. I was with Lisa somewhere. I'm sorry. I don't think we can air this. And I was like, I remember I first thought, come on, dude, of course we can. Yes. Air it. Take out a few things. And then I could tell the heaviness, like, Greg, I really, this was bad. And so I thought, man. I, so I remember a little while later, I reached out to Heartland too. 
and I just kind of played dumb. So yeah. I get Heartland's fresh take <laughs> on it. And I texted him, but I'll never forget. I saw the iPhone bubbles right away. <laughs> I said, dude, I said, what did you think of tonight? You know, I, I, I did say, I think Nathan told me, you know, maybe it wasn't best. He just wrote, sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I showed Lisa, and I, I, she goes, yeah, it doesn't sound like it was a great night. And uh, I, and thankfully, I mean, the publisher was very gracious. I I, I talked with the publisher, dude, emailed, and the publisher was just like, you know what, sometimes we get authors who are great with their material. Great writers, great, with their great writing, writers. But they just do not interview well. And so, you know, we appreciate your feedback and we appreciate the fact that you're willing to be honest with us to let us know that we just don't think this is going to be a good reflection and a good promotion of the material. Yeah, well, it's interesting, dude. I was going to compliment you because it would have been easy to just, yeah, don't call yeah. us, we'll call you. Yeah. I love that you reached out to the initial contact. You were just straight up honest. You, we did not vilify you. I, we, there was no we. You, you did it all, dude. I just said, handle it, Nathan. Yeah. Handle it, handle it. Uh, but you uh, were very gracious, very honest, and uh, I appreciated that they were very kind back, mm -hmm. understood. I'm not sure what they told the author. That, right. That's kind of between them and that individual. But, um, yeah, it was just one of those things that, this person was probably not necessarily meant yeah. for that platform yes. because it's just unerrable. Yeah. I will say, dude, I told you, I am going to name a name because yeah. it's not our podcast. And this is a man who's, who served countless people, believers and unbelievers alike. Yeah. So I'm not in any way. I want to be very clear. I'm not dissing this man, mm -hmm. but if our listeners want to see if it's still up or here, I should say an example of podcasting that probably is the wrong format for the guest, mm -hmm. Chuck Swindoll's appearance on Kerry Newhoff. Yeah. Kerry Newhoff has a very good podcast, very popular. He's got a lot of uh, guests. Uh, he's probably got a slightly larger platform than yep. you and I have. Uh, slightly. Just, just, just a little. Yeah, just, 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 little. just slightly. He had Swindoll on. You know, uh, Chuck Swindoll, who is, I think, I think he's well into his 80s now. Yeah. So this was some years ago. Um, and Swindoll is a great storyteller he's mm -hmm. he's a he's probably preached more sermons than i will ever even come to a third of writing and preaching and i've done a lot in 25 years but uh you know track record faithful ministry served many churches was a evangelical free church you know a well-known leader for a long time dallas seminary went on that podcast and uh yikes yeah Dude, you can tell Newhoff is trying to get him to converse. Yeah, yeah. But he went on as a preacher. Yes. Which is great when the podcast is featuring, Yeah. hey, like you could do that, dude, with your butter voice. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Craig's Sermons. <laughs> and uh, people would just tune in to hear your intro and not the sermon. Uh, but, you know, that would be that's a fine format. Yeah. But if you have a host and the purpose is conversational right it's kind of cringy to hear yeah and oh, that's yeah. not that's i just think it was the wrong venue yeah. for swindoll yeah and we we've had that before you mentioned that like we've we, had it we, too we've had we've had people on here before where yeah. we we appreciate and love that spirit of teaching that they have yeah. and we want them to bring that into a conversational aspect yeah but they just can't they're so locked into yeah. <laughs> i'm teaching a lesson let me get through my lesson yep 
and and it just it doesn't go over as well. No, and some of that when we've had that in the past, dude. I'm thinking of one person. I know who you're thinking of too. Mm-hmm. Um, with a little more clear guidance, that yeah. person can get better. Yeah. If you say, "Hey, listen," you, in the way you'd kind of do that, you're gracious, Nathan. You'll send it to everybody. Hey, guys, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I know, because no, dude, I listen to myself back on the, one of the Holy Spirit podcasts. Dude, you're patient with me. I thought, man, I went way too long on that answer. <laughs> it was a mini sermon. It was seven, eight minutes. And I thought, you know, I the AMA ones can be harder yes. because they they all some of them almost it feels like to me, it's occupational hazard that they, oh, I gotta give a mini sermon to answer this right. one fully. But um oh absolutely, dude. Uh, you you that's where you reach out to the guest and you say, um, okay. Hey, everybody, just want to remind you, you know, we're going to try to do this in 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. Uh, I want to cover these eight topics, which means try to keep your responses. You would, I remember you writing emails like yeah. that. Very gracious. They were written to everybody, yeah. even though you only <laughs> needed to write them to one. Um, and uh, th- it helped yeah. smooth that out. So it's fixable. But I honestly think, dude, I don't know this for a fact, but a man like Swindoll, I mean, uh, who's in his 80s. Right. He's been doing this forever. There was no podcasting when he right. started. It was never something he he did. It wasn't his venue. So he might be the wrong guy. Yeah. Uh, for that venue. Yes. Get him at your conference to yep. do the keynote. Yep. Be fantastic. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it's it's not um <laughs> we learn as we go. We had another guy, dude. Yeah. You might not be thinking, so I'll try to be cryptic. He okay. was an author. Uh-huh. And man, just really flat. Oh, it was a. I, I do think it I was know. a yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, and I've really benefited from his writing. Kind of a cold fish. Yeah. In well, it wasn't in person. It was over Zoom or the yeah. phone or, yeah. or you know whatever we Skype. Um, and did not really seem to. It reminds me of an old episode on the show Family Ties. Yes. When. Um, uh, the father. Yep. What was it? Uh, oh, what was his name? Was it Stephen or I, I? I can't remember the father's name. Yeah, I. The actor's last name is Gross. I think yeah. it's Mark. I I think it's Stephen. Stephen Keating. Yeah, I remember. I think you, yeah, uh, I think you might be right. And he's he's meeting Nick, who is Justine Bateman's Mallory's boyfriend, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's one of my favorites, where there's so much tension. Because keep in mind, Keating is like the uh, '60s hippie. Who's now a suburban dad in the eighties? Yep. And all of a sudden, ooh, I'm not a big fan of this free spirited loser that's dating my daughter. Right. And he becomes this much more patriarchal conservative guy, and it's just a great setup. But he would ask Nick, he goes, "So Nick, uh, uh, do you go to school?" No. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> could you elaborate on that? He's like, "Yeah, like when school's on." I ain't there. Uh, <laughs> and of course, you see the father seething right. with hatred right. at this kid that wants to date his daughter. Sometimes it's hard, dude, if the guest feels like that. Yeah, You're like, well, so a lot of what you, we, you and I will try to do, uh, and we, it's why we really haven't rolled out the guests yet, is, and I'm looking forward to looking back yeah. who were some of our standout guests. Yes. Y- you get a guy like Al Trogi on. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's so conversational. Yes. He's so good. You know you're going to have a great give and take, yes, uh, with him, and it's going to be really interesting. Others, you might have to structure it a little more to get there. But, yes, you know, sometimes the person's 
content is so valuable. Yes. You'll you'll put up with a less right than stellar dynamic. Dynamic, yeah. 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 Well, and I think too, you know, one of the one of the things that I think is nice is you and I having the conversations. Um, what did you think? Yeah. Right. We we talk about I those love things those because too. I think they're I think they're valuable because again, we do have different tastes and interests and tolerances. And so it's like uh, you know, we might have a conversation where I talk to you and it's like, I, I don't know, what did you think? I, I, yeah. I'm not quite sure. And it's like, no, I think I think it's fine. I think it'll work. Right. And I think that helps because a lot of times, right, I'm I'm here behind the computer and I'm focusing on time. I'm focusing on so many things. So yep. I'm able to engage in a conversation. But there are times if you're engaging with a guest, I'm checking out so I can oh, focus on something I else. I love this, dude. I look over to you sometimes and see you man, you probably don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> You're trying to troubleshoot something uh, in the moment yeah. so that the podcast is smooth and running. And I know in those moments, okay, don't bring Nathan in. Right. I can tell you're, you're, you're looking at 13 different things and uh, trying to figure it out. And, dude, as you know, uh, it's not hard for me to run my mouth. Right. Um, <laughs> so there's always something I can do or yes. something. Stupid anecdote that I can say. It's sort of like when we have staff meetings at church. <laughs> uh, the staff meetings at church go really well when I'm not there. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll say to Matt sometimes, who leads those meetings, um, if I can't make it, I'm, Matt, are you guys going to get by without random movie uh, facts, <laughs> um, extraneous <laughs> stories? It's the um, it's the Steve Martin right. line in Planes, Trains. You know? When you tell one of your endless anecdotes... <laughs> One of your nonstop stories. Have a point. Right. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. So, yeah. I digress. Oh, man. No, but that's but that's good. And then on the other hand, you know, we, we have the conversation. And sometimes you'll be like, well, I mean, what was your impression? And it's like, yeah, I do think they went longer than they should have. Sure. But, I mean, like you said, the content's just gold. I uh, mean. It happens sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and you and I both know, dude, right. uh, we've had guests on that we're not sure about, and we'll get a really positive response. Yes. Yeah. You know, so you think, great. You yeah. Know, we need to hear other voices. Yeah. That tell us, hey, that was what this person shared was was really good. Yes. So that's, that's always good. Yeah. And I, I mean, isn't that true with, with anything? I mean, you talk about that with preaching sermons, right? Oh, yeah. You know, the sermon that you think you nailed every point, every every uh joke just hit you know and every um you know uh sad note every you know sad story it just you know it it drew the tear and you know it's like nothing crickets um but then the one that you're like man i i didn't have enough time to prepare this week you know life caught up and you know all and it's like that's the one where it's like greg that was the most beautiful thing i've ever heard and just thank you so much for what you do. And it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, all the time. I, yeah. No, I would say I'm almost more conditioned. The ones that I feel went really well. Yeah. I, I've almost developed this counterintuitive uh, thing now where I'm like, mm, right. Because I've so often gotten positive feedback from the other one. Yeah. Which I think, and again, just God's manner is just a way of keeping, keeping us close to the ground, yeah. keeping us humble. It's not us. It's always him. He's yeah. the one who does it. So, you know, I mean, I from a, now that I teach public speaking, I, I do a lot of self-grading. Like, 
okay, my uh, introduction yes. I didn't establish much credibility. I could have done that. You know, there's some metrics that I could go through yep. and say, wow, this one hit it, but that it's That's almost, a, yeah. it, w- when you're trying to assess the effect on a listener, yeah, it's almost useless right. sometimes. It, there's something that, again, that lightning in the bottle yeah. that is out of our control yes. in many ways. We just do the best you, we can to maybe get in the environment yeah. where that might happen. That might be the, the what our planning and prep does, yep. but you know it's the uh, you know unless the Lord builds the house, right? The labor. Notice there are laborers in that right. story. There's yeah. many laborers. There are people doing the work. But there's a true building, yes, that is outside of the control of the laborers, yep. which is true for a lot of uh, venues in life, uh, preaching certainly, but look, just podcasting a public conversation, yeah, yeah. But it's fun doing it. Oh, absolutely. Man, time flies. It did. We dude. are uh, we're out of time at this point. I loved um, it. That was kind of an intimate look. I yeah. hope for those of you listening, I, I don't know if it's of interest to you. I uh, I hope it was, or yeah. maybe a few things we said stuck. Uh, but I like what we got coming to. Well, we want to we want to encourage our listeners to engage with us. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Please. email, uh, Instagram. Let us know what uh, your favorite uh, these go to eleven moments were that Ooh. you that you heard. Um, you know, we, we've talked about ours. We've talked about some of the behind the scenes, uh, some of the things that we can go through in a particular, uh, season with speakers, authors, things like that. Let us know what some of your favorites are again, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us and let us know that as well. And, uh, Greg, until the next time we just rock the Casbah 300th style. Thank you again for listening to These Go to 11, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Once again, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you ever find yourself in the Forest Hill, Maryland area, please feel free to stop by at 135 Industry Lane, and you can get all of our service times and information at ChristFC.org. These Go to 11.